0: Hello and welcome society. to the High Horror Society, the first live edition of Live yes. Horror Society. Hopefully one of many Hopefully. future live stream. If this works. If this works, <laughs> if you can see. I don't know if anyone's watching, but that's okay. That's Damn okay. It, We're gonna do it anyway. That's so okay.
1: we're recording it too, so it'll still be on uh Podbean. We'll still so. put
0: this up on Podbean on Friday like oh, we yeah, always do. It. It's perfect. For our dozens of fans. Dozens of
1: fans. <laughs> it works. It that's works. all right.
0: So yes, uh so yes, welcome to the High Horror Society. Welcome tonight we watched the Exorcist three from nineteen ninety so yeah, yeah, that was great. <laughs> it was a trip, and we're gonna jump into it, but uh okay, right away so uh Exorcist 3 was directed by William Peter blatley um, he uh, did uh, he wrote the first Exorcist the novel okay. the novel for this story All right. the novelization of the Exorcist film because so he was...
1: knows a lot about the yes. film and the whole everything about the exorcist yeah he does so perfect. he's uh he's a perfect well
0: versed on the subject he also directed uh, and wrote a movie called the ninth configuration which i have a little side story about Ooh. down below right. down yonder <laughs> um, <laughs> obviously this movie exorcist 3 was written by uh, william peter blatley uh, he did this he did the screenplay and he did the novelization of this movie as well uh, the movie stars george c scott uh, from Dr. Strangelove, Christmas Carol, um, most famous for Patent, which uh, oh, he won okay. the yeah. award for. I knew it. Um, I was he like, won, what uh, is that guy? In? It was a little fun Definitely fact. Definitely the Patton one. Yeah. Right. Uh, but he is the first actor to actually refuse the Academy Award for Best Actor. What? Yeah. Right. Um, he warned the Academy of Motion Picture Arts and Sciences months in advance that he would do so on philosophical grounds if he won. Scott believed that every dramatic performance was unique and could not be compared to others. So basically, like, hey, you can't, cool. like, take everything for the year and say who did the best because each one has its own
1: little nuances. So <laughs> oh, I thought that so was nice. kind of interesting.
0: Yeah. Um, also stars Ed Flanders. <laughs> from Ned Flanders, brother. Ned Flanders, brother. <laughs> um, and then uh, uh, he's from *Sane Elsewhere, and he was actually nominated for four Emmys for oh, *Sane wow. Elsewhere. Yeah. So oh, I never saw who's that. Who's laughing movie. at his name now? Yeah. <laughs> It's me <laughs> um jason miller who plays father caris who was in the first movie as father caris he yep. reprised role for this film uh scott wilson uh who played uh herschel from the walking dead oh, uh he weird. also played captain billy cutshaw in the ninth configuration and for which he won uh the golden globe for best supporting actor for that cool yep and uh, like i said i have a little tidbit about ninth configuration down below it's Can't gonna show up for a couple times Tidbit. little tidbit <laughs> and then obviously uh the amazing uh, Brad Dorif, who uh, one flew over the cuckoo's uh, one flew over the cuckoo's nest, mm-hmm. uh, who he was nominated for uh, best supporting actor for that Lord mm-hmm. of the Rings. He played the little troll king oh, okay. guy who was whispering in the king's ear. Uh, <laughs> that was from the Two Towers Lord of the Rings. And then, obviously, most famously, the voice of Chucky. Chucky so. Yeah,
1: <laughs> that definitely stood out. Yeah, in some like, parts. Why in is there. Chucky yelling at this guy? <laughs> So,
0: yes. um, So that kind of rounds out the cast. Uh, So again, Exorcist 3, it's a 1990 uh, American horror film Mm -hmm. uh, written and directed by uh, William Peter Blatley. It's the third installment in the Exorcist franchise. Mm -hmm. It's an adaptation of uh, Blatley's novel uh, Legion um, from 1983, and it stars all the folks that we mentioned above. Uh, and the little synopsis of the movie is a police lieutenant uncovers more than he bargained for in his investigation of a series of murders, which all have the hallmarks of a deceased Gemini killer mm-hmm. leads him to the questions. the oh, Jesus, I fucked it up <laughs> <Sorry>. already, <laughs> which of all the hallmarks of deceased Gemini, the deceased Gemini serial killer leads him to questions the patients of a psychiatric ward. So mm-hmm. and that's exactly what happens.
1: Yeah, definitely. If you
0: understood what I was saying after that jumbled ass <laughs> sentence. After me. i not looking at the camera. I'm looking at the monitor.
1: Right? <laughs> We're just looking back. So, what do we look?
0: Uh, again, right. th- this movie has a couple of taglines. Our movie last week had four. Trick or Treat had four taglines, mm-hmm. which was the most we had seen. And this has three. Oh. Uh, and uh, they're kind of just as lame. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I think we tired. I, I love the... poking fun at movie taglines because it's like they it's are... trying to sum up the movie in one sentence. And Dude, it's that's gonna like, be yeah. There's no way. Tough. Like,
1: how can you? Yeah, yeah.
0: Um, so the taglines. Here we go. Number one: Do you dare walk these steps again? Obviously, in reference to the the, the stairs fall, yeah, in The Exorcist one. Um, and then just dare you walk these steps again for number two. Oh, that doesn't. And care. then number three, which is probably my favorite: the horror is legion.
1: Yeah, that's pretty good. Yeah, that's not I bad. like that one. I could deal with that one. Two. At least
0: it has some like, like rem- it goes back to the film and you mm-hmm. know it's a reference to the the demon being legion and the Bible passage that he reads and stuff like that. Mm. So that's kind of nice. That's <laughs> so, kind of nice. Kinda nice. <laughs> 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 um, so this movie is set uh, seventeen years after the original film, and apparently I didn't know this, but it ignores the events of Exorcist to the Heretic. Thank fucking God.
1: I never saw it, so okay, but it's awful. <laughs> it's I,
0: awful. Now, to be fair, I, the version I saw was like edited for television. It was on like oh, TBS at like two in the morning.
1: kind of but, a little bit, but still. okay,
0: you can still tell if it's a dog shit yeah. movie or oh, not, yeah, like definitely. just because they cut on, out the swearing and the, yeah. the gore and stuff gore. like that. And I read up on it, and it is just awful. It's weird. <laughs> I think we should just watch it just, just so we to... can round out the trilogy because we've obviously. Well. Seen exorcists and this yeah. is the third, so we'll finish it up in an awkward way and watch two. Is there
1: more after the third? Well, is... they did.
0: They did the two prequels, which are actually that's actually really interesting because it's mm. two movies that had two different directors and two different scripts but the same premise. Mm. So and they made them both at the same time. Oh. That was a, that's that would make an interesting podcast actually. We could uh, try that one too. Yeah, I think All right. you know, so we're not gonna spoil it (laughs) so we're done all right um so this movie exorcist three follows the characters from the first film it's lieutenant william uh, kinderman who investigates a series of satanic murders in georgetown that have the hallmarks of the gemini serial killer uh who's a deceased serial killer um and uh, the director actually based aspects of the gemini killer on the real life zodiac killer Uh, um who apparently was a big fan of the exorcist so <laughs> really? that's kind of weird that i don't know weird. how i would feel if like it came out that a serial killer was a big fan of the
1: podcast yeah. Like, i really love it guys uh, it's like oh jesus <laughs> we should really be best friends with that guy no, so he no, doesn't hurt us we would need to reevaluate our <laughs> life our life choices Just don't hurt us well he's a fan i mean we gotta treat him like a fan oh right? uh, geez yeah
0: <laughs> um so uh uh, Blatley, who directed... or I'm sorry, who wrote uh, the original Exorcist novel. He also wrote the film, adi- the screenplay adaptation for it. Okay. Um, and he conceived uh, Exorcist 3 with the Exorcist uh, director, um, William Fredkin. Um, he was actually attached to direct this third one. How cool would that have been, getting the original director and writer on True. board? True. Um, but uh, unfortunately, Fredkin had to leave the project, and uh, Blatley adapted uh, um, the screen... I'm sorry, uh, Blatley ad- adapted the screen um, into this best-selling novel, Legion, in nineteen. 19- Eighty-three. Hmm. so from that we get the movie exorcist 3 um i like that i like that <laughs> so uh it's kind of interesting this so we talk about movies a lot and we always talk about how there's more to the story of the movie than just the um just the story that's being told on film, there's all this behind the scenes stuff. And that's yeah. kind of why it brings us to do this podcast. And this movie fits perfectly with that. The little story behind the story is kind of interesting. Hmm. So, so apparently, let me see if I can get this right here. Uh The Morgan Creek production company bought the film rights to uh, the novel Legion. In um, Morgan. Uh, so, the, um, the director, uh, when the movie was made, the, dire- uh, the director had uh, uh, some issues with it. Morgan Creek demanded, uh, like, extensive last-minute changes on the movie. Oh, um, that it, sucks. The addition of the, an exor- an exorcism. So that whole sequence with the exorcism was all because of production interve- or producer intervention. Really? Yeah. Um, and then uh, some thought that the original film was permanently lost, and actually, Scream Factory uh, released a director's cut closer to the director's vision in 2016 with footage from assembled from various sources. Huh. And this story is kind of cool. So um, the way that it worked is uh, uh, so uh, Peter William Blatley's uh, director's Cut of the Exorcist thought was thought to be lost, no one knew where it was, and it was recovered and released in 2016 um, under its original title, The uh, Legion. So apparently, okay. there's a whole director's cut that we just don't really know a lot Nobody about. Nobody knows about. Well, no, they know about it. They released it, but okay. I was unaware of it. Okay, I didn't. I had no idea this existed. Hmm. Um, so apparently, the version we watched was completely retooled by Morgan Creek Productions, which I read above. Hmm. Um, the original footage was apparently lost, and uh, but there was a VHS work print hmm. that was discovered that had bulk of the lost footage okay that they put into this film and so this company scream factory put out this director's cut hmm. which it, it's not a hundred percent the director's vision um obviously because some of that film was just gone yeah. but it is a lot closer um and it is uh the director does consider this his direct sequel to the exorcist so okay. we should probably watch it yeah um, definitely. And this was a little quote that I grabbed from Bloody Disgusting about it. It says, "Legion feels intimately connected to the 1973 classic." He's referring to the director's cut. Okay. Uh, While a theatrical cut is an action-packed quasi sequel that forces connections to the original adaptation, so it
1: does kind of do that. But I mean, we'll see. I mean, I noticed some of the, uh, the the scenes and stuff. Were like kind of cut in or yeah like it seemed like the footage was different than like it did a little bit a, like a few seconds prior like yeah they added something like it was a little bit darker and some of the stuff i don't know if it was like just cause maybe different cameras seemed, or something i yeah, don't know it was like uh, probably not but i mean <laughs> it wasn't noticed enough to be like hey this isn't the same movie yeah like,
0: <laughs> so you bring ex- excellent segue my friend oh, um perfect. so just how different are the two movies mm-hmm. um and it, Actually, there's not a big change, apparently, from okay. uh, this little article That's I read. Good. That's um, uh, Brad Dorff's performance as a Gemini killer was much longer in the director's cut. Uh, in the theatrical cut, uh, obviously, they spliced the role between him and Father Karras. You know, they yeah. jumped back and forth between the Gemini killer and him. Yeah. Um, uh, apparently, uh, that was longer. Um, and uh, in the director's cut, there is no exorcism, like I said. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, so that whole sequence was added. It's uh, crazy. And instead in the uh, theatrical or I'm sorry, the director's cut, um, the uh, the detective Kinnerman, he makes a similar sack of sacrifice, uh, um, which brings us a, as like Father Karras did in the first movie. So it kind of supposed to bring it full circle. Oh. So it's it's a little bit more. You know, touchy feely. I guess I don't know. Um,
1: I like the way that ended. The I one. like that too. <laughs> I, mean, I mean,
0: I like the I like both versions. So that yeah. That, so which one's better then, right? True. You know? Yeah. And that's what? that's kind of so I read up on that which people thought was better, mm-hmm. and obviously people stand by the director's cut, saying like it's the definitive version. Um, but you know, it, it it's it, apparently it doesn't really matter. They're both pretty on the level with how good they are. True. So okay. Yeah which is which is interesting. So I didn't really understand why you know, but it's so it, there's this weird story where like the director is behind the movie before like that Morgan Creek Productions made him change. He says like I did a good job. Let me see if I could find the exact quote. All right. Um he says uh uh it's all right. It's a uh, un un ugh utterly unnecessary and it changes the character of the piece although at the time um, he blatantly told the press he was happy about the reshoot for the films and uh he was happy to have a climax with crazy special effects but then later on he goes and says you know it's unnecessary and stuff like that so it's kind of weird he kind of backtracked a little bit and then he goes back to say like uh Uh, the original version that I wanted and the original version that I I developed was nothing like it. So it's kind of, he does a little flip flop there. Um, and so this is a little thing. He says, uh, the original story I sold to Morgan Creek and I shot ended with Kinderman blowing away patient X father cares. Mm -hmm. There was no exorcism, but it was a Mexican standoff between me and the studio. I was entitled to one preview. Then they could go and do whatever they wanted with the picture. They gave me a preview, but it was the lowest-end preview audience I'd ever seen in my life. Uh, they dragged in zombies from Haiti to watch this film. I'm not sure if that's actual people <laughs> from Haiti or what. Um, that's a quote from the director. It was unbelievable, but I decided, better I should do it than anyone else. I foolishly thought, thought I could shoot a good exorcism. I'll turn this pig ear, pig's ear into a silk purse, so I did it. I never heard that term before. Pig's I'll turn this pig ear into a, per- a silk purse. <laughs> Okay. i'm gonna use that every day from now on
1: oh man
0: so again so yeah. he filmed it he thought he did a good job he picked it when he was uh you know when the movie was done and then mm. later on kind of recanted and said it's unnecessary blah blah blah. so either way he got what he wanted he got his director's cut yeah and we have both versions of the film to enjoy of which no Yay. one is particularly uh, particularly better than the other
1: nope but um I, I like that ending yeah <laughs>
0: So I kept mentioning this movie, The Ninth Configuration, right? And this Mm -hmm. is a little thing that kind of brings everything. (laughs) It's kind of a fun little tidbit. Again, Uh, it's a fun fact. That's the segment we're in. Um, So this movie is about an astronaut um, who goes into space, and he kind of loses his mind or what have you. Sounds fun. Yeah, so the little breakdown is, so the gentleman who played Captain Billy Cutshaw in the movie, The Ninth Configuration, also was played, uh, god damn it, Let me go up the screen. Here we go. (laughs) Uh, uh, It was actor Scott Wilson in this movie. Okay. Uh, He played um, uh, Captain Billy uh, Cutshaw. Uh, So Billy Cutshaw was an astronaut among the guests during the party at the McNeil residence in the original Exorcist. Oh. So remember how they have the party yeah, and yeah, everything, yeah. and everyone's saying they're singing and playing I remember the piano that from and stuff like movie that. too. Yeah. <laughs> and then Reagan comes down the uh, stairs, pisses her pants. Piss. urinates and or says, <laughs> You're gonna die up there, and urinates, and you know, they say, Oh, she's not well and whatever. Yeah. That guy is the the astronaut that goes nuts and commits himself to an institution in this ninth configuration movie that's cool. and book so it's kind of a nice little tie-in yeah nothing really to do with exorcist three just a little no little bit of information i read that i, like I that. thought horror fans would like Thanks so for sharing that's yeah like.
1: no problem <laughs> that's a fun fact yeah
0: <laughs> cheers so yeah
1: <laughs> so yeah
0: so the movie uh the budget for the movie was 11 million dollars okay um, it grossed a total of 26 million in North America, and I have two f- figures for this. One site said uh, 39 million worldwide, and then another site said only 13 million worldwide. Oh. So I'm not sure which one. That's to believe. kind of a
1: big jump, know, yeah, right? between 13 and 39. Mm-hmm. One was like...
0: Wikipedia, and the other was IMDb. So oh, I don't man. know who to believe. Who said what? So either way, who's, well, who's counting, right? Who uh, who
1: said what? <laughs> Did Wikipedia say? Wikipedia
0: said the 39 mil and uh, IMDb <laughs> said the 13, around 13.
1: Man, who do you believe more? I don't know. That's it's tough. Wikipedia. I mean, anybody can put that put shit there. Put that shit in there. That's yeah. true. Hmm. You
0: definitely have a...
1: The a, director went in there, no, we made more than that. Put yeah. Put in 39.
0: So apparently <laughs> uh, the movie, it was a box office bomb where it performed poorly. Um, and uh, the director attributed this to the bad title that Morgan Creek used. So obviously they used Exorcist three. Um, and the director always wanted to use the name of the novel, hence, his director's cut his name Legion. Yeah. Um, definitely. So apparently, the movie went uh, under a bunch of various titles, including Exorcist 1990. That would have been so cool.
1: <laughs> Exorcist, <laughs> Exorcist 1990.
0: 1990. Um, apparently morgan creek productions insist and fox obviously uh insisted they include the word exorcist in the title okay um so the director protested against it and to this he said i begged them when they were considering titles not to name it exorcist anything because exorcist two was a disaster beyond imagination you can't call (laughs) it exorcist three because people will shun the box office yeah but they went and made and named it exorcist three then they called me after the third week when they were beginning when they were beginning to fade at the box office and said well we'll tell you the reason and it's going to hurt. You're not going to like this. The reason exorcist 2 The reason is Exorcist 2. So they said the reason the movie was shitty was cuz Exorcist 2, not yeah. the title. I couldn't believe it. I had total amnesia about they had total amnesia about my warnings. Yeah. That happens a lot That's, actually yeah. in the corporate world. Oh yeah. You tell the big wigs something and it's like it never yeah. happened.
1: <laughs> they know best. They know best. They make supposedly. a lot more money
0: than you yeah. peasant. <laughs> peasant boy. <laughs> um Get so back anyway to your movie peasant yeah boy. go back to your little <laughs> podcast peasant boy don't bring your problems to me um so the movie was shot on location in georgetown uh it was shot in eight weeks in mid 1989 mm-hmm. that was cool cool so again all these movies these have these quick film times it's ridiculous how fast they go yeah especially with horror because i guess there's not a whole lot to do you know i mean you just kind of film the actors there's never really any big sci-fi set pieces or anything once you're doing like alien or something like that so yeah. it makes a lot of sense that these littler films would take a little bit of time um so anyway rewards awards and, a nomina- and nominations for this movie uh in 91 the film won the saturn award uh That's for, saturn uh, award nice. yeah this is another saturn award it keeps popping yeah. up That's cool uh, um so won the saturn award for best writing uh, i was nominated uh and uh was nominated for, uh, Brad Dorf was nominated for Best Supporting Actor, and it was also nominated for Best Horror Film. Uh, George C. Scott was nominated for uh, a Golden Raspberry Award for Worst Actor, but lost to <laughs> Andrew Dice Clay, the Dice Man, <laughs> uh, yes, for the movie called The Adventures awesome. of Ford Fairlane. What the fuck? I've never even heard of that.
1: Good old Dice. The old Dice Man. Dude, I haven't hey, heard of that guy in forever. Little Miss Muffet sat on a tuffet. <laughs> fucking guy that guy just seemed like such an asshole dude he was
0: quintessential 90s though like that was everything about it like the whole dick face leather jacket mm, yeah I don't know yeah Andrew Dice Clay
1: luckily he's not around anymore to he's, be doing I'm, I mean I he's still he alive but I'm pretty I'm sure for, he is is he still doing comedy at least I mean I hope I not. probably he was on Howard Stern for a while too wasn't he I don't know I don't remember I don't, I don't remember Dice being on there I don't know I, re- I don't just know. remember like
0: man cow talking about him all the time man too cow. so anyway yep. uh, back to this. We, we do this a lot folks sorry we
1: just drift uh,
0: Legion is one of the rare instances it's talking about the director's cut mm-hmm. where the director's cut is shorter than the theatrical version oh. and that's because the entire exorcism sequence was removed um and apparently the whole father morning character was added in like that weird guy who father looked like the, the one guy from blade runner
1: blade runner
0: <laughs> he had the white hair all slicked back like oh, the, Android yeah, the james Blair. woods guy when he first came out of the yeah. elevator a little bit and, but uh, so yeah apparently that whole guy scene that whole character was added after the fact Oh, wow. Yeah, kind of weird. So, all right. Let's get into the oopsie daisies. I did not read any of these before this, and the reason being perfect. is I did not see... I This is the first time I've watched Exorcist 3. Okay. I've heard of it. I've watched the trailer for it and stuff. It's always been on my watch list, and I never got around to doing it, Um, so I just copy and pasted these oopsie daisies as blindly as I possibly could so I could Sounds read good. them and not have the movie spoiled. So, yeah, yeah perfect. And that's why I didn't talk to you about them beforehand. Good, because,
1: <laughs> I mean, I didn't see any, honestly. I can't remember I, anything. I was so... so
0: I think I was so enthralled with what was going on on the mm-hmm. screen, like everything was going on so yeah. fast. And
1: some parts were like just like ja ja ja, just yeah. jumping around. Yeah, we'll I'll,
0: we'll get into it, but um, <laughs> so some oopsie daisies. Uh, apparently, the size of the bandage on the Zodiac killer, not the Zodiac, the Gemini killer's okay. face. Uh, uh changes sizes several times oh
1: like on the nose yeah okay
0: i that's p- probably true i didn't notice um when the detective connects the murder victims uh in this film to the case in the first movie it's uh revealed that the one victim um the the boy in the beginning uh was connected because the mother determined that reagan was speaking backwards on the tape uh from the first movie oh yeah uh, backwards english mm-hmm. and uh actually in the first movie it was a gentleman who found that out so it wasn't the mother at all it was another oh. person in the movie, but I guess that could just be chalked up to like, you know, I don't know, weird reconning or something. I it, it happens. <laughs> just bad, information. It happens. Yeah, yeah. bad information. Yeah. Bad information. Maybe that guy got it from the woman and told the doctors who knows.
1: It's like telephone. Everybody just makes up their own version along the way.
0: Yep. Um, <laughs> so here's another one. Uh, when the detective punches patient X, father Karis, uh, uh, in the nose with his right hand, um, yeah. the left nostril begins to bleed, and his head rocks back to the right. Later, the nurse bandages uh, his left hand. Over the course of the the, the dialogue oh, yeah. scene, so he hits this, and then yeah. she's spraying the shit on this hand. Yeah. So, and again, that Clever. could be maybe he punched a wall or something, and they cut that scene. Like weird things oh, happen because yeah. they you know? cut it. Yeah. 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 Um, So during the breakfast conversation between Father Dyer and the university president, uh, there's an old man heading very slowly for the buffet behind the university president. And after the cut, uh, he's disappeared. So that was just, again, cuts, weird things happen. Those crazy Um, cuts. Apparently the car chase scene in Georgetown is like completely backwards. The geography (laughs) is all wrong. Again, it's a car chase. I didn't even think to look at that, but that's interesting. Yeah. Um, (laughs) Let's see here. Uh, when the boy is submitted to the, neuro, uh, to the neurological nurse, I'm sorry, the neurology nurse uh, is spelling his last name. His last name starts with a K, which is a crucial hint that he might be the next victim for the Gemini killer. Oh, yeah. Um, and then in the German dub, apparently uh, they spell his name as Mueller obviously since the translations they didn't i wouldn't oh. really call that an ipsy daisy i would just That's call that
1: just a language barrier. yeah language <laughs> barrier it's a language barrier <laughs> just yeah just
0: chalk it up to the weird things happen just, with translations yeah it's um cool. let's see <laughs> the gr- oh this is this was this is cool i did see this part um, the gruesome head-cutting scissors uh, were yeah. made for the movie and do not exist in real life. Okay.
1: Thank fucking God, because it Dude. shouldn't be that
0: easy to chop someone's uh, head off.
1: <laughs> no, the crazy. Those things are really cool. Though. When almost got his daughter. Yeah, it she's looked like, like it. Looked ah. like it, like it, it <laughs> dug in. I'm like, oh, she's cut! She's cut! Yeah, I was thinking at least it slit her throat a little bit or something,
0: but uh, yeah, apparently they don't exist. (laughs) Uh, It is said in the movie that the scissors are spring-loaded, so it takes very little effort to open them, Um, but they produce a vicious force when being closed, and apparently this is not possible. A spring cannot produce more force when closing it as it would take to open it.
1: I guess that makes sense. (laughs) Damn you, physics! (laughs) Always! Ah. Every time!
0: Uh... (laughs) Um, let's see. Uh, the movie suggests that Kinderman and Father Karras were longtime friends, but in, actually, in the original movie, they're only they only meet a couple of times it's so, like
1: once a year they said around that time no right? i'm talking about father oh.
0: Karis, the fa- the priest that was in the padded cell in this movie who fell oh. down the stairs in exorcist One. Oh, okay okay so that old man is supposed to be the detective that he was buddies with in exorcist one oh, kind of chummy yeah. with but okay. again in the exorcist they only met a handful of times so, so but in this movie he chummy. says how he was his best friend and they loved him or he loved him um but uh yeah that could just be the movie is a closer adaptation of the novel and the exorcist movie is not actually as that close to the novel. So I don't know. It could be just one of those things. Maybe they padded the friendship a little bit more in the first exorcist book and it didn't really translate to this one. Uh, Either way, weird things. Um, Mm -hmm. When nurse X, hits the police officer we can see the cable hooked to him when he flies back <laughs> against the wall okay so All nurse right. x is that lady who the was old the lady? old lady who's crawling not yeah. the one crawling on the ceilings but the one
1: the one i thought was the killer yeah the one that comes okay. up to him in the beginning She's and holds his it. hand and yeah. stuff
0: uh, and is like are you my son no you're not my son that was a test yeah just uh, to see if you got that part let's see uh Apparently, uh, so this is in the beginning of the movie. After the priest dies in the church, church confessional, uh, oh, yeah, yeah. his hand twitches when the uh, detective Kinnerman puts the sheet back over his hand. Oh,
1: yeah. <laughs> Sorry, guys. Did Sorry, I move I that moved tongue? my hand a little bit. Sorry.
0: So, ah, uh, yeah, that was it for the fuck ups. At least in terms of what other people what thought, on the yeah. internet told me about.
1: I didn't see I any. Didn't so... notice any.
0: I'm trying I mean, to rack my brain I'm thinking about it. I didn't really notice any weird things, but uh, uh, we'll give it a, more, a couple more watches and see. Definitely. Obviously, not tonight or probably soon, but <laughs> next year on this next time. year. Um, so, The <laughs> Exorcist 3, I uh, initially got mixed reviews from critics. Uh, currently holds a f- uh, 56% on Rotten Tomatoes, hmm. uh, 6.3 out of 10 on IMDb, and a 48% on Metacritic. So I always like doing these movies that kind of have this <laughs>
1: there. Yeah. yeah.
0: So this movie kind of has a bit of a cult following, just nice. kind of like, you know, Halloween three, we talked about a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, I've always known that it was like a big, like, yo, you need to check this movie out. You need to see this. Um, it's, you know, if you like the exorcist, you'll like it. And, you know, just forgive it. It's few little Things, but uh, you know, it's a solid movie. Is in there.
1: I definitely agree. Yeah, yeah.
0: I think I th- I think it's was a really you know, and I I mentioned this to you while we were watching. I was like, holy fuck! I don't know why I didn't watch this before.
1: Yeah, I mean, honestly, when you said exorcist 3 i'm like oh great yeah Cause, like you just think like by the third time of remaking a movie <laughs> it's, like, oh, it's gonna God. be awful but yeah. like this one was good because it had sequel had the mix of some funny parts and like the gore yeah and everything like it was it was good it was really good put together i i, I agree
0: and so yeah i guess we should just get it into our, cheesy, our thoughts like
1: i thought it'd be cheesy it
0: was not cheesy you thought it'd be cheesy yeah i was expecting like, a little wow. more cheese it was actually pretty it shocked me sometimes. serious movie yeah, yeah. It was it was actually a pretty good like detective drama like a thriller almost. True, yeah. I wouldn't really call it horror like the last the last Towards maybe the twenty end, minutes yeah, I would call it a horror movie, but like crazy. in the beginning I would call it like a detective thriller. You yeah, know, it was which it was is good. good.
1: You're guessing like who could it be? Who, who could, could be? the killer be? And you're getting trickle fed
0: all these little pieces, yeah. and you find out about the Gemini killer and all this stuff that uh that he did and how all they they kept certain tidbits from the the news media so yeah. when weirdos come in and confess to the crimes cool. they'll be able to tell who's full of shit and who's not and they I actually didn't, do that i don't know life. they actually do that oh yeah that's they, pretty crazy yep.
1: mm-hmm. i mean that's good thinking though it is oh, well yeah be because dude you get copycats. weirdos all
0: the time coming in and i'm like i did this and like <laughs> you know i'm you son prove... of sam or i'm you know the yeah. zodiac killer or what have you and even with uh the john benet ramsey case that one guy like owned, like he get confessed to it and he had like nothing to do with it <laughs> why just, would you right? even, why? I don't I don't know mental mental illness man yeah just to be famous, yeah, illness, yeah, to be famous. Yeah. like it's I, I by the know. way
1: I, I think her brother did it he probably he was he <laughs> was like somebody. three at the time but alright <laughs> no <laughs> now, he was older Ryan he was yes, yeah. probably I it's know. crazy I, mm. I, I watched where it.
0: were you the night of Christmas Eve the, he, or was he, he was there he was there in Colorado, Ryan was there.
1: He was in the bait. It was at the house, the family house in Boulder. Oh, in Boulder. I know the Colorado. whole story. Oh, I know geez. it was you. It was the brother. <laughs> it, it was the
0: little brother. I have a feeling. Okay, we're not getting yeah, it. Jesus Christ. One. We're going to start getting like angry fucking messages now. Oh, it's God. a hot button. Hey, issue. Bad publicity is good. Good publicity, publicity, I guess. Yeah, let's continue to talk about it. <laughs> yes. Now, there's already a podcast that does that. Oh, man. Several nice. copycat motherfuckers. Copycat. Either way, it's all good. Um, So I'll go first with my thoughts. So, wow. Holy (laughs) shit.
1: Wow. Wow.
0: Wow. Man, I just got to say, no, I loved it. Honestly, I was not expecting to love it. I, I, like I said, I saw the trailers and I I knew it had this little bit of a cult following and I knew it was one of those ones I always needed to see. And I felt that this was a good opportunity to do it and explore a little bit more about the movie. And again, like I said, I I love these movies that have more of a story behind the story, more than just what the movie is telling us true. like the whole yeah. thing with the director's cut and the director flip-flop in between he liked the movie he did first and then back no i didn't this is my true version what have you you know it's fun to learn about that stuff oh, and, yeah. it and makes for a good podcast it <laughs> makes for a good podcast fodder <laughs> really definitely podcast. um so it, that was great to learn about all that stuff that occurred with this movie uh and then just watching it i i really like i said i, I didn't consider it a horror movie up until the end, and even the end, it wasn't obviously. It's not scary. It's The no. Exorcist Three, you know. um But there were some definite creepy moments. You yeah. know the uh
1: the best jumpy part wasn't even supposed to be like mm-hmm. a horde. It was just <laughs> the nurse coming in the yeah. room. I the usually hate puff. false jump scares too. Like I usually <laughs> that hate that shit. But like, it was a misdirection, really, because the, it wasn't <laughs> totally. the end of the scene. It was still. Yeah, you know, and that
0: was done really well. I yeah. thought, like that, the definitely. constant, like you know. It, just the okay, so first the scene with the um the person giving confession and the priest there, and it just shows the dark screen and the voice like this, and then it <laughs> is just whoa, holy shit, that creeped me out, man cause oh, nof- yeah. nothing's more terrifying than like pitch blackness where you're oh, just okay. hearing things and you can't see it because your imagination is just yeah. firing what off. is it? what is it? What, what is, is it? back there for sure, you know. I loved it. That soup, that was really creepy. And I knew that priest was going to get it, obviously. Oh yeah. Um, this, <laughs> yeah. yeah. The, like you mentioned the scene with, uh, the nurse walking into the room and hearing the ice crack and then the guy jumping up being like,
1: what the hell yeah. you guys
0: disturb me all the time, <laughs> which is funny because honestly, when you're in the hospital, that's the probably nurse, how it is too, right? dude. they come in like every 20 minutes. Yeah. It's fucking ridiculous. The hospital is no place to get rest because <laughs> it's just insanity. And there are never oh, just man. one person chilling for a whole floor of people. Again, that's getting into the cold to chucky criticism part but true (laughs) um i really enjoyed this movie i was not expecting to like it at all um you know i was expecting it to be maybe one of those guilty pleasures and i i was literally pretty much in love with it up until the end i will say um the exorcism at the end kind of threw me a little bit i thought it was kind of lame uh, I thought it was cool that he threw the priests on the ceiling and peeled them off the wall, literally peeled them off the wall. That, was, yeah, that, was, the wall that was pretty that was cool, crazy. though. crazy. Um, I mean,
1: to me, some of those parts were like, to me had some sort of like symbolism. Like it did. If the guy yeah. wanted to live, he had to believe in Jesus that much to be peeled off the wall mm-hmm. and dropped to the floor. It weakened the,
0: the the demonic force that yeah. much that he could get through, right? Yeah. And then, you know the cop being thrown against the wall and i believe in all the gross disgusting things <laughs> in the world and you know and yeah. being able to kind of break the and, but then, like the, the floor of... getting struck by lightning like 40 times unnecessarily yeah, just, just one strike that opens through. it up would be enough jesus right. but like it keeps striking the floor and i mean these, i guess been... they're the victims of the zodiac or the gemini killer that are so. waving at him i don't yeah. know what the hell that was supposed to symbolize but man
1: that shit just, got crazy i think it was meant to just like <laughs> Tweak out the cop as he's like yeah, trying to so. like fight off. And then, the oh, demonic. the fire and the cobras—that was really cool
0: too. It was like what the hell is going on? So, so I, I just took that as like, wow, the exorcist went here, so we have to take this exorcism and go up here. Pretty so they much. kind of, it for me personally, it kind of jumped the shark a little bit. A little I bit. get the, I get the symbolism and stuff behind mm-hmm. it, but I thought, it, like, like the director said, I felt it's unnecessary. That's going to make me sound like a snob, but. And I do want to see the director's cut, but keep in mind, I True. have not seen the director's cut, so I'm not saying it's better. I'm just saying this version, I didn't care for that ending. And again, we talk about this all the time, how horror movie endings are so t- hard, like so hard oh, to yeah, do. To actually... It's tough to, to close it up. Yeah. Um, but overall, I thought it was pretty amazing up until the last 20 minutes or so. Mm -hmm. um, It was great. It was a nice police drama. Uh, I thought that it had some interesting characters. Uh, There was some cool kills. There was some, uh, you know, clever scares. Overall, I would Mm -hmm. probably say I would say seven and a half to eight out of ten. I would let's go eight out of ten.
1: Eight out of ten. Yeah, I'd say about that too. Yeah, it was. Yeah, I mean it had, like I said, it had a lot of the, uh, a lot of that good stuff, and the dialogue was funny. Right. And just like always, seeing them like banter back and <laughs> well, forth I and hope yelling we talk and, about this. and just <laughs> funny things like that, and then all the. Uh, the like you said the cop drama and the, the spooky stuff at the end it was a good good movie
0: i love the cop i love kinderman yelling at that nurse constantly that poor woman got berated oh, by that man, man. that How man was she just like become the killer yeah, yeah really i would have just stabbed that fucking old man in the throat just Shut because up. Why he's help so mean hand. to her i know but he was mean to everybody he yelled he like was, that a lot yeah uh, i guess that's
1: his Character? Yeah. <laughs> he's also like... the grandpa in
0: Angus. <laughs> just so, belting. Just out. FYI. But another fun fact at the end of the show <laughs> here. Angus. He's also the grandpa from Angus. <laughs> so <laughs> one of my other favorite movies. Angus. We should I do unappreciated that. unappreciated nineties movies All and right. cover Angus. Let's just do a whole podcast dedicated to dissecting Angus.
1: Have you ever seen Angus? I don't know. Is that about a fat kid? That is, yeah. <laughs> I'm getting glimpses oh, in my God. memory it's fantastic. of this 90s movie called Angus with a fat kid wearing a navy blue hoodie. Is that I right? think it was a jacket, but yeah, okay. pretty close. Wow. Good, good one.
0: Good memory on you, man. That's a good noggin you got there. Um, <laughs> but- yeah again the dialogue was great i yeah. thought the dialogue was fantastic in definitely. this movie uh just the back and forth between the cop and the priest was so good you could de- they definitely sold the whole like hey these guys are buddies and yeah stuff, and that yeah. worked really well i thought that mm-hmm. that dynamic was great i was actually sad when the priest died i know right because i was just like oh man that's fucked up but uh talk about the kills though for a second wow mm-hmm. those kills were they didn't show them at no. all, it was all after the fact, but yeah. um, the glimpses that we got of the murders and stuff that they did show us and the descriptions of them were ju- almost more unsettling to yeah, me, yeah. D- like, description was yeah. definitely
1: like when he was talking about the blood, he was mm-hmm. pulling all the blood out of them, like, right. Oh man, and the, how <laughs> like, he talked it's... about how he put it in the
0: vein to the heart, and yeah, he would lift like, the legs and it would squeeze. create like a pump. <laughs> and then, uh, when they were wow. describing what uh, what he did. There and how he didn't spill a drop of blood, and there's not even a smudge on any of those canisters, and like how perfectly clean it was. It was Mm -hmm. just like, wow, that's crazy. Like how can that just adds to the creepiness? Like anybody (laughs) could go in there, slit someone's wrist, and just run out and let them bleed to death. But this guy like took the time to systematically bleed him dry. And not only that, but put it into equal-sized little cups (laughs) on the side table. Like, wow. The meticulous. It's, It's basically just saying, like, look at all this time i have you can't do anything to me yeah like i can do this they said what it took an hour the nurse was gone for an hour or less true and he He was able to do all that it's nuts that it's it's basically just a bragging thing yeah is what he was getting at pretty much um and that's why he was saying in the cell like all the little artistic things that he does (laughs) to his victims and i thought that was really cool too the different uh you're like the, the woman who got cut open and stuffed with the crucifix is like, again, they didn't show this stuff, but the way they described it Right it away, like, I thought of that
1: image like, ugh, right? like tore open and again find all this stuff inside someone what, What's
0: in your head is always going to be more terrifying to you than what you see Like, exactly, you know, obviously no one wants to see that shit, it's unsettling mm-hmm. if it were real, but in a horror movie setting, it's interesting and fun to see how close they can get, I don't know, it's a weird dynamic, yeah. I guess, I don't know But I again, know what you mean, yeah. your brain is always going to be scared than what anybody can show you. And they did a good job of that by yeah. just giving us glimpses of the murder scene and just explaining to well, it. Like the the one with the kid with the crucified to the the oars oh yes, That was awesome. Like that the was, way they described how his head was cut off and the in its place was the head of Jesus with black face and there was Igna- or there was uh you know steel ignats in his eyes and it's just like and they actually showed that they at the showed end, that at the end like, yeah oh, that was just exactly crazy. what they described just the mm-hmm. way they outlined it it was awesome mm-hmm. and then the way that the cop was explaining the gemini uh, uh calling cards how it's on the hand and oh yeah they, who always removes the one finger like all these little <laughs> things they just the uh. details were more unsettling to me than i thought thought i mm-hmm. like I, it was it was great i loved it the like nurse I said, one
1: was crazy too and yeah. she walks out of the room and then right behind her it's the guy with the, the scissors with or whoever scissors and i loved and how they like, never sees, showed, like, showed us sheets. like
0: who the killers were like yeah obviously because he's
1: like hacking into their brain yeah with his brain uh-huh. and i love
0: that how they had like well there was three murders and three different killers yeah. because he could just zone out and jump into a body and, right Isn't like that nuts? you know he just
1: and, meditates his way through
0: yeah <laughs> like, and obviously he probably used that that nurse ex-lady or whoever the old lady more often than not because he said the catatonic ones are so easy to control you know but i just thought that was really cool it was a an idea that really hadn't been explored at least in nothing that i had seen before same here yeah Um, they kind of borrowed that same concept from that movie i think it was called fallen no i don't know it was the one where the guy sings the song and that's how the detective knew it was him and he was able to jump bodies oh really fuck it washington was in it i think Hmm. damn I mean, it, it was sounds, a good little sounds cool good little thriller. we will have I to find it, that. but yeah, he would like he would always sing this tune. It was like time is on my side, yes it is, and that's how the detective <laughs> yes, knew it like you're
1: is. the killer, you're the guy. So I don't know. We should watch
0: that too. Add I'm it to done. the list. So Do yes, <laughs>
1: where are we talking about? <gasps> Denzel. Denzel. <laughs> so
0: uh, we are well past our thirty minute mark. So, so I think we a did little. all right. Um, yeah. Check out *Exorcist* three. We I uh, should mention I should have mentioned this at the top of the show, but it's uh, streaming now on Amazon Prime. Go now, um, go now, And if you've seen the director's cut, hit us up on social media. Let us know. Yeah, what talk you about. Thought. Let us know what you thought about this movie. Just talk to us about anything. We're desperate for attention, so please. We love talking about this stuff. And we do love talking yeah. about. This it was stuff. a great movie. So it was a great movie. Keep the conversation so, going. *Exorcist* three, eight out of ten for Zach.
1: I'd say eight out of ten. Eight, eight out, out of ten, ten for Kyle. Nine out of ten. Not ten. Not ten. Not out ten out of ten. But, wow. I mean, eight is pretty good for this movie. I think so too, especially for a third, a third, third of in this, is. In the series. Yeah.
0: <laughs> and then eventually we'll get around to the prequels and all that fun stuff and watch. Eventually. Eventually. We'll watch Exorcist too, I guess. Oh, not Maybe. looking forward to that one. Maybe. <laughs> okay. So uh yes, don't forget to follow us on social media. Yes. High Horror Society at Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, YouTube LinkedIn. I don't know if <laughs> we're LinkedIn. Podbean, Put all that Podbeat and all that crap.
1: And this one will be up on Podbean Friday. This one will so, be up on Podbean Friday. We are, so we're going to try to stream, what, every Monday, 9.30? I don't know. We
0: probably should have been paying attention. Oh, were you writing stuff to people? Today? Yeah. Oh,
1: cool. Your wife was commenting, Hi. so she's talking to us. And cool. Yeah, come hang out with us while we stream. We're going to try to do it Mondays Mondays. at uh, 930-ish. 9.30ish, and we'll have the chat live. We can talk to you. We can see how many people are watching us, which one. is probably still... Laura. Hi, honey. Hi, Laura. <laughs> so, yeah, please join us. And, uh, yeah, Exorcist 3. Exorcist awesome.
0: 3. Go check it out. Peace. Peace.
1: It's the High, society. Uh-huh. It's the high society. Oh, yeah.